Yo, 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 it's the Mally Bros Podcast, episode 189. I don't give a fuck what you he's saying. Like you sound like you're just starting the engine up. I don't care something. what he's saying. I don't care. Because when you start... You want to redo it? No, when you start, I'll let you rock. Episode 189. Happy Tuesday to everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to... I forget who it was. Somebody sent me and said, man, I missed the Fridays. I don't know if it's because... Uh, it's, it's my guy from Brazil. I forget, I forget his name. But he was like, I don't know if it's because of my... Schedule or damn yeah, Tuesday is a big but, change for for a lot of people. Yeah, you people got yeah. into that rhythm. But um, but happy happy Tuesday. Hope everybody had a, a festive um Valentine's Day and slash weekend. Mm-hmm. You feel? Oh shoot! You know what? Let me close this window real quick, Trey. Go ahead and say uh, keep going. Nah, yeah. Um, I hope everybody had a festive uh, weekend, celebrating V Day. I'm gonna tell you, I went to Target the day after. No, I went to Target the day of Valentine's uh, Day, and it was nothing left. Yeah, nothing in there. Nothing though. in there. It was all you know. You know what the day was set up for? Easter. It was Easter basket shit everywhere. Oh yeah, they ready for the next. They they get them in and get them out. And they were saying, uh, I've also seen Valentine's Day shit since New Year's. That's no lie. 100%. I've seen Valentine's 100%. Day shit in there since New Year's. And you know what? They were selling like uh, balloons and like. Chocolate covered strawberries and stuff like that way early. Yeah. And I'm like, y'all gonna keep these joints? How y'all gonna keep this away from? I was thinking about that. Some of that chocolate sat, sat on shelves for me. Did you eat them chocolate strawberries I gave you? Fuck them joints up. You did? Fuck them up. I felt like a kid eating them joints. Think about it. You get shit like that for your girl and then you just hope your girl say, I don't want the rest of these. Bet. Because <laughs> you're not nah, supposed yeah. to really be. I mean, I guess whatever, but. You know what's a little bit overrated? An what? edible arrangement. Nah. It looks great. Them joints is fire. Now think about it. It looks great. They said our pockets never... don't look overrated, nigga. They hear you. We just make money, so <laughs> talk nice about us. <laughs> this is my only reason why I say that. I say that because they look great, but I have never seen somebody finish one. You throwing most of that fruit in the trash. Y'all don't want all that honeydew melon. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like the... I haven't... I guess I haven't seen anybody finish one, but like I've also haven't. Getting the chocolate strawberry joints from there, cool. But getting the flower arrangement, unless they got a family. Nah, no bullshit. You get your girl a a ton of fruit like that. And where you got to put that joint, you better Uh hope she got a fridge. Because if you get me one, you should break it down. You shouldn't be dating or talking to nobody that don't got a fridge. We're going to talk about that, though. I'm glad you. Should we talk about? I'm glad you said this. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, should we talk about. Nah, you tell us about your V-Day. We'll get to it. How was your V-Day? You was out of town. Yep. Uh, Valentine's Day in Seattle was dope. We was working, though. Uh, A-Train in the building. Y'all can't see her, but uh, she was a workaholic for Valentine's Day, and we knew that that. We've known that since last year because she had some stuff in the works. Uh, She walked in a fashion show, which was dope. And, you know, you got to be the proud significant other on the side. I got to be the proud SL. But I was there for the behind the scenes of the whole thing. Like, it was such a dope. Shoot, and like, you're supposed to be on your Adam Levine. I wasn't. It's funny. I was telling her. I was. I was really thinking about my outfit. You know, I was dressed like Usher in the sh- club Shay Shay uh, interview. Had a big black sweat on, big ass black pants. A Train is honest. If A Train don't like my my fit, she ain't gonna say I don't like your fit. But you know how you ask your girl if if she like something and she don't really gas it, so you figure. Damn, I'm out this joint. You know. Uh-huh. 
but I took a risk. But I felt like it was a risk. I felt like it was a well, well take, a uh, well took risk. The fashion show was dope, but um, she had a photo shoot the next couple of days when we went bowling in West Seattle. It was dope. We had such a good time. That was such a dope, dope trip. Oh, we went to Portland for the first time. Shout out to everybody in Portland, Oregon. Yeah, how was that? That was dope. I mean, we didn't really get to see anything special in Portland because A Train was shooting, but. I was definitely a, a, a real significant other. This, this that's why I see Adam Levine. You ever seen the video of Adam Levine? His wife was walking a bit in the uh, Victoria Secret joint. Oh, okay, yeah, he was on the side. That's like a classic moment. Now yeah, pop culture. And we, I, I had the camera with me, so hopefully the footage. Oh please, you know. But I was shooting for, I was shooting for Ada. Let's get to the next. I was shooting for her, shooting for me. Oh yeah, you be yeah. shooting some vlog footage for her. Yeah, because I'm like, she so in this st- photo stacking shoot. up. Hey, I'm going to let her, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to let her stuff be her stuff and then my stuff be mine. Just basically <laughs> had my camera. So look, I could have went and just experienced it or we could get the content. That's mm-hmm. how I look at it. But uh, That's all right. For my V-Day, um, it was chill. Uh, my girl had work or school. And so I just, I did, we did like a, uh, oh no, her ass was supposed to be gone. I wake up, her ass is right there. You thought she was supposed to be gone with? She's supposed to be gone from the morning till like three or four. So we were supposed to do our, me and crew, was supposed to do our, uh, our Valentine's Day set up for when you get home from work. So she was there and I'm like, you're not leaving. This changes everything. So now I, I had to like, but she ended up uh, taking a nap and me and crew set up some stuff for us. So it was dope. We got her flowers, gifts. I, I put him in a little suit. It was dope. Yeah. Trying to really build it for him. I want him to always go all out. Like, no, yo. I want him to come to me and be like, what are we doing for mom for, for Valentine's Day? I'm already have the plan, but. Yeah, fellas. Now I'll. Set the stage. Now you, look, now you can go forward in life though, right? Fellas. Mm-hmm. Now our year start, right? Christmas beat our ass, and then we finally got up and dusted ourselves off a little bit. Let me uh-huh. get uh whatever. And then right when you got your whatever, here come V-Day. Oh, shit. No bullshit. Think about it. January 15th, between January 15th and the 22nd, you had to start thinking about Bro, my shit is V-Day. never ending. Gigi's birthday is in March. So I legit have Christmas, February, and then her birthday. Shit is a never ending, bro. Me and A Train met in February, not February, but around January ish, early beginning of last year. But our official anniversary is damn next month. So I guess I'm not off the hook. Uh huh. Yeah. It's look, just never think about it stopping. It will never stop. It'll never stop. Hey, the kids, you know what? Let's, we'll get into the shit. But have, did you see what the kids are doing now? For you probably don't really, really have kid TikTok like that. But. The way they doing the remember how we used to pass out the little Valentine's Day cards? Yeah, we you had get the cards sp- that we passed out at the uh, fashion show. You get the show. Spider-Man joints. You get a pack of how many kids in your class? Twenty five. Get the thirty pack. So that way yeah. you have extras in case you want to give somebody special too. Mm-hmm. Type shit. These kids now are putting together Valentine's goodie bags for like. thirty motherfuckers. And I mean like. I, we watched a TikTok the other day. The girl was like, I don't know where we've been, but 
This is our Valentine. It was a Valentine's Day card, and it came with a little Spider-Man eraser. Okay. She was like, that's, that's this clutch. is what he got. Bro, these kids, like the shit, I need y'all to, the shit Oh, changed. that was what they gave versus they, was he, versus they kid came home with like these dope ass goodie bags. They had, somebody had put a pop socket in every bag, a fucking fidget spinner in every bag, hella candy, big snicker. Like, yo, is that what we doing? I was like, yo, is this what I have to look forward to? I got to buy 30 motherfuckers a goodie bag and it's not even a birthday party. I don't send my kid home with a bunch of that sweet shit. Your kid come home with a king size snicker. What the fuck are you doing? And with think that? about it. I'm thinking, yeah, fuck that. We about to just have all regular shit. G was like, he's always gonna have better than everybody. Cause you know she into the she wanna put together. Oh, the all right, bet yeah. He's always gonna have the best one. I'm like, all right, I know what that means for me. <laughs> That's crazy because I hope it's still about L O V E, you know what I mean? And I hope it's still about, you know, I thought it was dope, the message. Nah, it is. You know? It is, but time's changing. Is it, or is it just, okay, we just gonna get a bunch of candy and treats and shit, pop sockets and shit? Think about it, T. We weren't really showing love. We didn't give a fuck about them cars. I did. I gave a fuck that the Hulk said, you are my crush. (laughs) (laughs) I gave a fuck that you gave me that. (laughs) You are my crush. <laughs> I love that, but like, Sarah, but if like, it now, was just Happy Valentine's Day with a Hulk, but you gave me a Snickers bar. What the about fuck it. is this about? The dude, the, card. the dude daughter came home with a goodie bag that she got from her crush, and they were in like fourth grade. When she was like, "Yeah, such and such got me that Jacob or whatever his name was," and he was like, mm. "Look what this little motherfucker got my daughter." He got her the coolest little thing, like he got her a little keychain with her name on it. They showing a lot more love early. I actually fuck with it. It's just like, damn, the times are changing so fucking much. How what? How old would you be cool with your uh, daughter having a crush? My daughter having a crush? I mean, I under. I, I mean, I don't know if I'm fucking with the whole. I think as men, we probably won't. But I just understand that shit will happen. You know what I'm saying? Like shit will. Yeah. There's gonna be boys. There's gonna be as long as you doing what you gotta do. And setting an example. And teaching her right from wrong, then you straight. Bad. You ain't gotta worry about nobody's dusty ass son. <laughs> Do we have anything else to cover on a weekend recap before we move forward? We we might as well get into All Star. That was from the weekend. Dang, that was from the weekend. Yeah, that was probably the biggest part of my weekend. Mm-hmm. Was that yesterday? Only because it was something every. Nah, yeah. Finished with the All Star well, game last night. V Day was the biggest part of the weekend. I'm just saying. You nah, know. you said you said it. <laughs> V day, but to be to be fair, V day was Wednesday ish. It was like weekend. It was like in, during the week, yeah. The weekend was All Star weekend. We had the skills challenge. We had the three point shootout dunk contest. Mm-hmm. What were some highlights that you uh? Big highlight for me, um, Rising Stars challenge. I felt like they was competitive to a certain extent, mm-hmm. and that's we had a sweet spot in the NBA where every event seemed real competitive. Even the dunk contest was like. You could tell they wanted to win, and it wasn't about going out there and having a good time. Fuck that. But um, a highlight for me was the Rising Stars Challenge. I like the skills challenge. I like to see them do different shit. They NBA mm. players. So, like, all right, bet. He shoot from here. He shoot from here. Nah, that yeah, I, I did like that. Uh, Three-point contest, to me, is the most entertaining event of NBA All-Star Weekend. I it is a true to- skill that I feel like is the most elite skill in the game. It should be the last event. Dunking is not the most elite 
skill in the game anymore. I don't yeah. Think. I think dunk, the, the dunk contest used to be the most electrifying event. It did. But now, it's not. They need to make the dunk contest second to last. And the, mm-hmm. the three-point shootout should be yeah. last. Because when you think about this, bro, the dunk contest used to be the most electrifying event because I think dunking in the NBA, that used to be the most electrifying part of the game. Yeah. If you think about a three-point shootout, they've been able to like elevate the actual three-point contest uh-huh. because the elevation of the of the three-pointer has elevated in the game. Like how they're able to say, all right, bet, if you shoot from back here, it's, it's worth three points. Yeah. Like you used to only be able to get 30, but now you could get like 36 if you really knock down everything. So I think because of the way the game went, the three-point shootout should definitely be last. And speaking Not of yet. the three-point shootout, I thought the Steph Curry versus Sabrina Ionescu joint was dope. What did you think? What did y'all think? I thought that was, you know. I loved it. I thought it was great. I thought it was great for Sabrina to step up in the in the, the NBA All-Star Weekend when they're in their all-season and put on for the, the WNBA. I thought she did a great job, too. She went out there and put up 26. Mm-hmm. I said, Steph. And look, it was looking scary for Steph for a minute. It was. But he's who he is. So, yeah. of course. I think you know. he was a couple misses away from making it interesting. I will say that that cheap ass belt. Come on, y'all. Y'all can do much better than that. That cheap ass looked like a kid made it belt. It looked like the old World Wrestling Federation Championship. Remember the old belt? I wonder if the if the WWE has some type of patent out there where they say you can't because I've never seen a belt look as good as their belts. John Cena had the best belt, if you ask me. I that think, motherfucker that spent on the inside. Yeah, that shit was that shit was that shit was fine. Remember that nigga at school came to school with it, and you was like, bitch, that nigga got this. <laughs> <laughs> but do you get what I'm saying? You ever see somebody be like, oh, we got a belt, and it's like, I see what y'all tried to do. The J Black Battle Rap Champion of the Year belt looks better than that belt. Yeah. So, see? oh, I have seen that belt. That's a dope belt. Yeah. Uh, come on, man. They they could have did better with that. Let's talk about things we didn't. No, like. no, wait. But what were we just saying? I wanted to say say one more thing. When we were though. talking about the three point contest, Sabrina, you probably wanted she. Oh, all I'm gonna say about Sabrina is I felt like shout out to her. Like, I tweeted it. Everybody was watching the WNBA for at least at least thirty seconds. You watch the WNBA, and that is what it's about. All of y'all who say, "Oh, fuck women hoops," we ain't worried about women hoops. Oh, oh, oh so I guess nobody's gonna be watching this. Well, guess what you were watching. You watch the WNBA player outscore everybody in the final round of the three-point shoot, shooting contest, basically, nah, from the sure. men's. Because mm-hmm. I think the highest amount was 26, and she got that. Her first go, she went one time. These niggas done went around plenty of times. Y'all forget she set the record last year. And she was shooting from the NBA three-point and line. Sh- and shot from the NBA three-point. So She's a baller, for sure. She's a baller, for real. I think she represented for the WNBA Shout out to her. One thing that I do want to say that I don't like that I was hearing is you hear people say, oh, Caitlin Clark. Imagine when Caitlin Clark comes out. Let's see if we can get Caitlin Clark here next year. And how about we do Sabrina and Caitlin versus Stefan? How about y'all just actually pay attention to the WNBA All-Star Weekend? How about that? Because that's what I don't like. I don't like, oh, since Caitlin Clark blowing up college hoops, you want to... Bring her over to the, the men's sports? Nah, it was fuck WNBA, remember? Now Caitlin Clark is setting the league on fire over there, or setting the college hoops on fire. Y'all got plans for 
her to come to do the shoot on the WNBA, why not big up the WNBA All-Star game? Why not big that league? That's what I don't like. Because it's like... They have an All-Star weekend too, I'm guessing. They have a, a 100%. That's where Sabrina Ionescu set the record last year. Niggas don't know. She set the three-point shootout record. She has like the most made threes. Period, though, right? It's like, Period. But she yeah. sat from the woman is a joint. Okay. But anyway, okay, love okay. the way that that looked for What do you think w? about what Kenny Smith said? She should have shot from the such and such line. Yeah, she and she used a smaller ball. And she... It just wasn't to look good from Kenny Smith. He, I don't think it was a good look. Age. I think it's a, that type of mindset is like, it's the reason why people just don't respect them as hoopers. She went out there and shot from the NBA line and made just as many. It ain't like she was struggling. Like, you remember when Kevin Hart went against Draymond? He actually <laughs> beat him. He only beat him with like 14 points. They act like she went out there and struggled. She went out there and was, and was swishing him. So I feel like he was letting his mindset kind of show there talking about oh she should have shot from nah like it didn't need to be made easier for her she competed well just lost it, yeah. it, it to me shows how they look certain men look at them as athletes like you're just a woman playing basketball not an elite woman because y'all got to think about that a lot of people look at the WNBA and just think that it's women who chose to play basketball instead of the most elite women Playing basketball. You know what I mean? Nah, yeah. It ain't just, they look at it like a rec center. Oh, she just play. Nah, she elite. They will cook the fuck out of the most average nigga. Can't keep up with a WNBA player. The nah, average yeah. And people sleep on them coaches. Like people say, I bet this, I, this little, the best AAU boys team can beat the, uh, the, the best they WNBA team. They said the team. best college, they said the best high school basketball, boys, boys basketball team could beat. The best WNBA team. They would get I, out. They would get co- out coached so, so bad, much, so much. They would get out coached so bad. Them big girls, the four and fives, would have them four and fives looking rough. They like, oh, so and so, he can, he can do this, he can do that. Dude, have y'all seen the way these niggas games translate? Do y'all know that this is a league? Come on, these girls never stop balling. Anyway, let's stay on topic. NBA All Star Weekend. What did you think about the J Hud halftime show? Jennifer Hudson <laughs> performing at the halftime show was to me. <laughs> I just feel like that was a a big L taken by the NBA. Why the fuck? Like, respect the Jennifer Hudson. She's an EGOT. She has a Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony. Mm-hmm. She's a legend. She should not be at the NBA All-Star Weekend. Uh, yeah, performing she- at the halftime show is what I mean. If she's there because she's watching the game, cool. Like, a bunch of the celebrities. I just didn't think... When you think about, and this is nothing against her art work, but when you think about the demographic that watches the NBA, we don't want to see Jennifer Hudson perform. 21 Savage just put out a project. He wasn't available. Killer Mike just won the Grammy. I'm sure he's available. And like mm-hmm. people running down Killer Mike. Um, shit, they could have got either or. I mean, it's in Indiana. There's some Indiana. What's an Indiana artist that's out there? Jennifer Hudson. Is she from Indiana? Is Jennifer Hudson from Indiana? She up that joint with a football jersey jacket on. Fat ass 17 on the front. What NBA jersey you know look like that, Terrence? They just don't look like that. I just think they should have got something that was a little bit more appealing to the demographic that actually watches the game. It's no shade. This isn't a men-women thing. 
My girl was with me watching the All-Star Weekend, and guess what? She didn't give a fuck. She yeah. was on her phone the whole time doing her because guess what? Women don't really care about basketball as much as we do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She was like, oh, who's that? If oh your God, mom was at home ironing, she might have said, hold up. Is that J-Hud? <laughs> I know that's what my mom said. Hold up. Right. That's J-Hud. She got that one. <laughs> okay, Ma. Respect to her, but like I thought that was a misstep by the NBA. I thought y'all can do better than that. Come on, y'all. Post Malone. I mean somebody. Somebody else. See if y'all can get that T-Swiss. Uh, that T-Swizzle, sorry. No. God damn it, no. Get somebody the men want to see. I would have rather them had motherfucking Coldplay up there or fucking Imagine Dragons. I, it don't matter. Somebody, somebody that will suit the demographic of Travis people Travis Kelsey up there? Travis Scott just put out an album. Why is Travis Scott not doing the fucking fiending for the... Uh, well, you seen they had All Star. You seen they had the cheap ass championship belt come out for Stephen, wasn't they? Maybe they money tight. Fuck, we gotta pay these motherfuckers. Y'all a bucket billion dollar company. You can afford it. You're right. They could have did better NBA All Star Weekend with the with the halftime show. It's so funny. I thought Jennifer Hudson was about to come out on some just like you know how the BET have. Oh, I said, damn, they doing little performances at the. That's Mid what half, I thought. Like the quarter ended. I thought the quarter was over. I said that was ha- this is halftime show. Wow. Nah, yeah. Not but I'm not I- hating on her. She is definitely a legend. Just a misplaced legend. You know, if they would even put Stevie Wonder at halftime, it'd have been like, they got Stevie. Nah, yeah. We, but this Stevie need a yeah. Not for this. He has what one of the best about the. Uh, what do you think about the All Star? Let's get to the All Star game. We got a lot to get to. What do you think about the All Star game itself? There was a lot of controversy behind. The I competitiveness. love competitiveness. Yeah. I watched it. I mean, to I'm, me, it was the same as it was every year, but I'll let you, because you, you know. All I'll say is I love that it was East versus West. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. I hated that team Giannis, team KD, team LeBron. I hated that. I loved East versus West. We grew up on East versus West. I love to see the two conferences go at each other. And I'm sure most of y'all thought that the West was going to win. I know I did. I said, mm-hmm. the West is stacked. Did you see that? That. Video where they were showing everybody, of course, taking the picks. Yeah. It's like, damn, there's no scrub on this squad at all. Yeah. Say the same thing about uh, the East. But I don't know. The West being the West, I love them bringing back East versus West. One thing I don't think they can ever bring back, though, is the competition. I don't think it's ever going to be a competitive thing anymore. Uh, You know, that's the biggest. And that's the. That's the big conversation. Like, I, the quote that I wanted to give for this is just that fun ruins sports. You know how they say, have hey, fun. You know how people be, <laughs> once the game get good, for real, what do your coach say? Hey, let's remember to have fun. Because you get out there and you get intense. And that's low-key the best part about watching sports. If y'all going to have fun, y'all might as well, or like Anthony Edwards said, this shit ain't really about ain't nobody out here to be competitive. We really just out here for a break. We just out here to have fun. If that's what it is, I'd rather y'all just do like a little scrimmage. We could all tune in or whatever, but like. Nah, yeah. It's the same thing with the NFL with the uh, flag football shit. It's just, I'll watch it, but I would never go to the flag football game. You know what I mean? Nah, yeah. I think All-Star and uh, Pro Bowl as an accolade kind of lost its real appeal. Like when Shannon Sharp said he was a seven-time, I'm an eight-time Pro Bowler. 
back in that back then it like meant something to go to the Pro Bowl because yeah. it was a big competitive game with the best. Now it's like a popularity contest, and if you popular, you can go. Like a lot of people didn't like the fact that Dame was a star. Did you see that? Yeah. A lot of people didn't like the fact that Dame started. A lot of people felt like he should 100% be there, but he should also 100% not be starting. So, I mean, it's like winning a, MVP. And it winning MVP again. But, you know, people were saying, people was hating on that. People were like, just because you go out there and you try fucking the hardest see, but that's, doesn't mean that you also should have been a starter. Because people are like, I him winning MVP is going to make it look like he should have been a starter. But people feel like other people earn the starting position over him. Yeah, I agree with that. I think him being... I think him going out and cooking, though, him going out and actually putting on a show, even Carl Anthony Towns, shout out to him because nigga had 50 points. Actually, go out there and try. I would love to see the all-star stat sheet uh-huh. say, like, 50, 30, 40. You know what I mean? Like, they should be out there cooking, like, how we would imagine on... Man, we used to... We used to... Real hoop fans that played video games, we used to grow up and put... Fellas, y'all ever put the quarters on like eight minutes and I got the Eastern Stars or the Western Stars and you just trying to play the game with all of the greatest players on the court? Mm-hmm. And you might be like, damn, I got 40 with Kobe, 30 with Braun. You want to watch and see that. Like Kobe was on, I think, Matt Barnes' podcast or he was either on the, let's say Matt Barnes, but All the Smoke podcast, it's either that interview or the Knuckleheads interview. That clip was resurfacing where he was talking about... uh the all-star game, mm-hmm. and how dudes don't really want to compete anymore like they used to. And I don't think that that makes it harder to watch. It's just less exciting. And it's like, all right, I don't care if I really miss it this year. I'll always give a fuck if I miss the Super Bowl because it's always going to be playing for the biggest thing or the finals. You know I'm not missing that. But the all-star game used to be, yo, I can't miss that. But this nah, yeah, the last was, couple years is kind of like it really wasn't promoted well either. You don't think so? No, I mean they did. They it's did. a lot of people that didn't even know what was happening. Like oh shit, even me was like oh shit, it's All Star Weekend. Trevor not the loop. Trevor not the loop. I knew it was All Star Weekend coming up because we ain't got no damn All Stars, no All Stars in our, in the for for us. I think that's fucked up. I think every every team should have their best player represented. Maybe send, maybe we could have sent Coos or somebody, but. We only won four, four or five games, bruh. We got nothing all-star going on. Yeah, maybe y'all shouldn't have nobody. Oh, but nobody. Bilal Kul- uh, Kulabali played in the Rising Stars. That was big for us because that's our future, Wizards. That is our future. He played with Wimby. Is he going to be another Bertons? He, just know he's a beast on defense, and he's he an all-around great player. You'll see. We, we low-key have baby Giannis, baby... We we got a nigga that's a baller. Wait, I'm tired of this from Terrence. He played with Wimby. He told me Hachimura was about to be the next Bron. I never told you Hachimura you was going to be Bron. He was about I said to he be... was going to be he was going to be good. <laughs> All right, come oh on. Oh my god, too much <laughs> too much sports. Normally we save sports for the end. Let's go. Oh, but we do want to talk about something that was pertaining to the NBA weekend. No, nah, yeah, my guy Chris Brown uh trended for the, this past weekend just because he was supposed to do the uh, the celebrity game, which was actually good. I, did you watch the celebrity game? I watched the celebrity game this year because it was Stephen A versus uh, Shannon Sharp. 
Okay, yeah. Cosinette was there. Oh, yeah. Was, Michael Parsons was cooking. Michael like Parsons shit. was balling. Yeah. Uh, but the celebrity game was dope. But Chris Brown was supposed to get a uh, or he did get invited, and then they had pulled it back and said that one of their sponsors didn't like his past or something like that. And it just started this big troubled, you know, conversation about Chris Brown's past and how people hold him to that incident that happened. And people like to bring up a bunch of different stuff about that. And I'll say this. I'm the resident Chris Brown guy. I've, I have this conversation all the time. And I always tell people, I will never be the guy that is going to tell you that you're wrong for not liking Chris Brown because of what happened with Rihanna or some of his allegations. Yeah. I would just tell you to not stop at allegations and really look at facts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then I would also just want you to have some consistency in your morality. That is all. Look at the facts and be consistent. Because with Chris, there is a long list. There's fucking BuzzFeed articles of everything that he was arrested for or accused of. And most of the shit on the list be stuff that he was either proven not to be true or some random shit that didn't even happen. And it's like, it's easy to just compile this shit, whatever. Going back to the Rihanna thing, right? I can't change nobody's opinion on C Breezy when it comes to that. If you don't like Chris Brown because he, you know, assaulted Rihanna, yeah. I'm with you. But at the same time, we should just also be consistent about other people that we support that have assaulted people or spoken on assault or did certain things about assault, especially NBA. Like, apparently it's Ruffles. Ruffles Chips mm -hmm. was the one that didn't want to work with Chris Brown because of his past. But y'all worked with Charles Barkley, and Charles Barkley has said some flagrant shit about women and beating women in the past. Y'all worked with certain people like Dr. Dre. We love Dr. Dre. He's literally got a black Oscar, a black Grammy named after him. We, yeah, Dr. Dre is a legend. Yeah, beat. When he put the beats on his on somebody before, mm -hmm. and we just it's just like well with Chris Brown, he's the only person that gets held to the one incident. They even try to say, oh, he beat Karuchi. Nah, he, he, there's so much evidence and facts out there. Even Ayana came out years ago. It was talking about how her team was trying to like get me to like go towards the whatever. And they asked her, was there physical whatever? And she was like, no. But she said he didn't hit her, but she was making it clear that domestic violence isn't only physical. It can be emotional. It can be... Mm -hmm. Or domestic abuse. True, Sorry. but they saying he beat her ass. So did he or did he not? And the answer was no. Yeah. So I just want people to be consistent. I'm not trying to change nobody's opinion. I can't. And I wouldn't be the one to do that, but I just want people to be consistent. That's all. I agree, man. I think... Breezy is one of those artists that is just been there since we was, you know, ain't had no oh, hair wow. on our chin. You oh, know wow. what I'm saying? So he also is an artist that has continued art since back then. He ain't just still on because y'all know who I am. We got a lot of artists that are still around. Gabrielle Union. We know who you are because we know you was in Bring It On. We know you was in, you know... Two can play that game. We and know Connie, you yeah. was in. We know your hits. But right now, you and D-Wade, feel me? And that's not shitting on you. That's just at one point you was an artist. And now when we see you, we don't look at you like, 
Gabrielle Union, the actress. Like she made a video, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a black actress. Of course I get confused with, trust me. <laughs> anyway. Why the str- all the str- <laughs> it could be, I could, it could be anybody. I could name somebody else as a man if y'all think I'm picking on black women because I really am not. I'm just saying, I respect artists that stick around and still do his art. I think we should, you know, Breezy should be on that fucking halftime stage saying, Hidden energy. I feel like he wouldn't. Me. You know what you do? That's, That's annoying. That's a big enough song to be on. You be trying to flex vocals now. I'm not singing. I wasn't singing. I can nah, sing that. Every, every podcast now. You be trying to add some little vocals Don't, in. Nah, y'all. I, I can edited get that the off. last part. I can get this one. I can get that line off way better than I just did. Oh, uh, now. Okay. You want to you show us? <laughs> if I really wanted to sing in try, bro, I would have said. <laughs> But you're right though, and honestly, I don't think it will happen. And honestly, I don't even, I don't even trip about it no more. I just let people do the talking. Y'all see, I didn't get hop in none of them conversations for real, cause it was, it is what it is. I said I'm gonna just wait to my podcast and bring it to my podcast and talk about it on my platform. I ain't even gonna pay no attention to it. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not getting in the note. I can't do it with y'all no more. All right, this is a, a random topic that I saw on a TL, but I do want to talk about this, uh, cause I thought, hmm, maybe that would be a good idea. Did you see people talking about if they? Movie theaters would have take popcorn out and put in uh, fries. Can you imagine if you go to the movies and you say, let me get a large fry, and they take the joint, the popcorn bucket, and just fill it with french fries. And they got the salt over there. You can put salt in it. Do you think that that would be better than... Mo- that would Good be idea or a bad idea? The worst idea ever. Y'all need to think about the turnaround time on popcorn that's hot. And the turnaround time on fries. Do you know how much we would waste? <laughs> we would waste so much. I'm thinking from a business perspective. We would be wasting so much fries. People would be coming back, these ain't, this ain't hot. And yep. then on top of that, the airiness of popcorn, you can eat it throughout a whole movie and it's... Mm-hmm. I was going to say, you can roll a popcorn bag up and put it back over exactly. there. Exactly. But I'm, do not... Fries will be a terrible. Now I would love to have some fries in the movie. Sometimes I will because I'm I be a hung, I'm a hungry nigga. Sometimes. I'm about to say I'm surprised to hear that. Sometimes I go to the movies hungry. You you know how I do. I don't even go. I don't even deal with popcorn. Give me the loaded nacho and give me the churro donut. Have y'all ever had cold top. fries though, Terrell? I ain't gonna lie. Them fries would still smack and low key you would be full. It gotta be them uh them America's best wing fries. You know the ones that's like potatoey, but they got like the little. You seen the picture that was going around nah, in the fries? Nah, you thinking steak? Steak fries? Not steak, no. They like regular fries, but they the fries. You ain't seen the picture of them fries that was going around that was like, these fries are turn up a meal yes, into yes, those yes, fries. Yes. Those fries. If y'all do them, then you might be all right. It but you got to keep the popcorn. It might be a bad idea, y'all, but I think it'd be a good idea for appetite. Motherfuckers will be full and motherfuckers I will be buying them shits and... People you would be- just have to say, no fresh. I know this lady that I used to work with, she used to say, oh, fuck that. When I go to McDonald's, I always ask for fresh fries. And I'm like, you think that they're giving your black ass fresh fries every time just because you asked for it? Ten. If you think that, if you're watching this right now, and you go to McDonald's and you say, I want fresh fries, you are about to get whatever is next up in the line. Ten, if you somebody... We're not going to get some, you right. a special large fry... And put it in the grease for you. And you're not about to hold our lineup, man. Tense, you right until you get the lady or the guy. Have a good day. Until you get the man or the woman 
That's the check bag, eat a fry, nope. These ain't fresh. They're going to give her fresh fries. We about to go put her shit right on the warm. I know they got a warm or something in there. <laughs> she going to get that same crinkle curl that she seen at the front. And she going to come right back in and ask for the manager. Because she got time to that. I said, what's wrong with you? By the time, look, by the time you come back in, we already on another batch. Just give her those. Fuck. <laughs> I hate I'm, the McDonald's that's close to us because they will 100% all the time, tell you to park in space number one. Soon, y'all will not see me talking about McDonald's. I'm gonna say, what you talking about, McDonald? McWhat? That's good. That's a joke. That's gonna be good for your. Uh, that's a joke. McWhat? I always fuck like with a, McDonald's. You dress like a. Uh, you dress like a Hogwarts alumni. This look like a. You look like you went to school with Harry. And yeah, I know Harry. Yeah, yeah, we yeah we did Quidditch together. You like a quid? You played some Quidditch. I do look like I'm like Harry Harry Potter, but like Jakul. But black. You like some a nigga designed you in that game everybody was playing a couple months ago? You look like the skater. Hogwarts Legacy. You look like a friend. Negro Leagues. <laughs> 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 you look more like, you look like you was in the Tony Hawk skate game as a side character, boy. You was the black extra that they had NPC. over there. First off, that was an amazing game. Tony was Hawk amazing skate. Game. It was. Amazing. I wasn't good at it. I wasn't necessarily that good, but once I got it down, I was it. Hey, look, we staying on the food thing. Uh, we just lost the creator of, of Pop-Tarts this past weekend. Um, rest in peace to that, man. I grew up really smacking Pop-Tarts, like really smacking Pop-Tarts. Like Pop-Tarts is a big part of my life. Like I had a Pop-Tart last night. If they say, who in here has had a Pop-Tart? Raise your hand. My hand is so confidently raised. You know how you do this? Like, I low-key hope that you pick me so I can say my shit type shit when it comes to popcorn. Yeah, this motherfucker, the pop, popcorn. Terrell, we grew up on Pop-Tarts. You should be... Professor. You should be right with me. I, 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 bro, I've eat, I, I've eat a Pop-Tart almost every other day. Not even lying Matt, to you. They made $978 million last year in, uh, in 2022. I'm just saying that. But uh, anyway, I want to rank them real quick. Give me your top three. Uh, Pop Tarts. Three. Num number three. I'm gonna go three, two, one. Mm -hmm. Number three is gonna be the brown sugar cinnamon. He's already wrong. And I know everybody's favorite is the brown sugar cinnamon. I know everybody's favorite is that. But if we keep it in a buck, that motherfucker is not good cold. And that is a that is a what? reason why you it's mean three. room temp. It's not good fresh out the pack. I you gotta warm it up at least thirty seconds or put it in a toaster because it's good warm. It's the best one. <laughs> Number two. That's A train favorite. Go ahead. Sorry, train. <laughs> uh, but number two is the strawberry frosted. 100%. Strawberry frosted is a classic. It's the most palatable flavor. It's good cold, good, cold, good hot. That's number two. Number one, the best pop tart that me. you can get is without a doubt Wildberry. Wildberry is the best Pop-Tart. Pop it's the purple. It's the one that's frosted. It's purple. Got the blue line that goes through it. If you're a fan of Good Mythical Morning, shout out to them. YouTube channel. They did a video called Trying Every Pop-Tart Flavor, and they literally rank them. Good Which Mythical one Morning won? is a great YouTube channel. Sorry to spoil it, but go look at where Wildberry places out of all of the other ones. Wow. <laughs> What's your... Okay. Well, yeah. What do y'all think? What, what's, I'm going to give you my two. And I knew you was going to do that. And let me say something about Wildberry. 
Wildberry, we all know what happened. Wildberry is like the Bobby Schmurda of Pop-Tarts. It's not. It is. How? Wildberry was off the shelf and everybody said, oh, y'all remember Wildberry? Oh, where's Wildberry? Because remember, you could not get Wildberry for a good... You still can't find it like that. Terrell, you can definitely find Wildberry. It ain't the Wegmans. Terrell, fuck that expensive-ass store Wegmans. There's a bunch of shit you can't find in there. You they go got the brown pop- sugar cinnamon bullshit in there. They got br- That's because... And you just let yourself know that Wildberry ain't that girl. Because guess what? She's not in every store. And if she was one of the best sell- sellers, $978 million. Anyway... Is Bobby Schmurder, remember he was gone and we was like, damn, remember he put out Bobby Bitch? Remember he put out Hot Nigga? And then he got out and then you started realizing, oh, okay. How many of y'all have had a Wildberry Pop-Tart post-2020? I had one the other night. Post-2018. It was like, oh, when I was a kid, I liked the purple and teal. But now, I'm grown. Let me tell y'all my, my top three. Three first? I'll give it to you. Number three. I don't know how y'all are gonna feel about this, but it is just. I bet it's. I bet he's gonna say s'mores. It's s'mores. I knew it. It is s'mores. Fucking trash. It's a trash pop tart. You're tripping. That is a terrible pop tart. Let me tell y'all, the s'mores pop tart for breakfast will set your morning up. You would think that you just had a ham and cheese, double egg, bacon, sausage McGriddle patty with. You just. It just feels like a meal, but it's a pop tart. The chocolate, the marshmallow, the breading is like it's that a, wheat. It's a graham it's like cracker. Wheat graham. Oh my god! It's a graham cracker. It is. You know what I take S'mores it back. S'mores is it's up not there. a terrible pop tart, but s'mores is up there. Come on, it, I'm on my I'm on my three. Okay, go ahead. Let me give a before I even get to my two and one. Let me give a honorable mention too. Terrence, no, I didn't get to do that because you was on your. All right, all right, we're just gonna go. And then my you do the honorable you, mention after. All right, bet. My number two, brown sugar cinnamon. Brown sugar cinnamon is my number two. That is, that's a staple. You can eat it hot. You can eat it cold. You, you can can't eat, eat it cold. You can eat it from out the refrigerator. You can eat it when it's, you can eat it when it's hot, hot. It is a great Pop-Tart hot. It is amazing. It's I feel like if you hot. got a stomach ache and you eat that, you good. Breakfast. It could it's be breakfast, it could be dessert, hot. it could be... It's perfect, I love it. My number one, the number one Pop-Tart, very easily, is Frosted Strawberry. Very easily number one. My, that was my number two. Number one. That's why, it's a reason why that's, that's not my one. favorite, though. But my number one, meaning, damn, I want a Pop-Tart. What's the first thing that I think of? I think of Frosted Strawberry. Mm-hmm. That is the brand... That's true. That is the that's our that's brand. The standard, you know what yeah. I'm saying? That's the, the standard, yeah. Uh-huh. That's so the, our list isn't really that interesting, I would say, for the Pop Tart. What's your honorable mention? Blueberry. My favorite Pop Tart is blueberry. Frosted. Blueberry frosted, sorry. If you get any if you eat a Pop Tart that's not frosted, you're in a league of your own. No, you I don't know what you're, you're even doing eating that. You might as well get the damn You might as well get some fig newtons or something. No, yeah. You yeah. want some a different level with, 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 without the frosting. Mom used to get them joints, take them out the box, and just put the silver joints in there. You get a Pop-Tart, don't know what you opening <laughs> up. That's like the person that said, let me get a hamburger. No cheese. Really? Meat and bread. Bet. <laughs> 
Nah, no bullshit. If you order a hamburger, you wild. Remember you go to the uh we used to get uh cheese. Remember you said first of all, we talked about concession stand food forever. The best hot dog I've ever had in my life I got from a Gwen Park versus Douglas uh football game right on 301 at Gwen Park at day concession stand. That shit was fire with ketchup and mustard. But you'll get a hamburger over that. <laughs> Let me get a hamburger. Let me get a hamburger. For what? That's plenty of shit, but hey, all right. Yes, and the foil. Bro, you can't beat it. You cannot beat You can't beat that. Go into a little league football game and get in one of them burgers. I feel like when crew get of age to play, my anxiety gonna be so bad. You won't even want to. I won't be able to eat. Mm -mm. I'm gonna be so like hyped for him. Y'all not gonna gonna let Y'all ain't gonna let the KM play football though. I don't want him to play football. No, I don't want him to get CTE. What's that? Exactly. I don't want him to get CT. I want him to, I want my boy to play baseball or soccer or Maybe my man might be in basketball. the chest. Basketball. Maybe he might be like the Queen's Gambit. I want him to yeah, I want him to do something. Well, yeah. Fuck you bitch ass nigga. Checkmate. Oh, recruiting. You can't talk like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bet. Um I did want to I about to say, I could push us to something else. Nah, I want to do the Desi Banks real quick. Okay. Y'all seen? Shout out to Shannon Sharp giving us content for the last fucking three podcasts in a row. First it was Kat, then it was Monique, now Desi. And I think Desi was on before Monique. Am I, am I wrong about that? No, Desi just oh, went yeah, on. he did. He went on. Desi after. Banks, if you don't know who Desi Banks is, he does like Instagram skits. If y'all know about him and Parlay, he does like the white Air Force versus black Air Force. He does a lot of shit. He's been out for, for some years now, but he went on Club Shay Shay. Shannon Sharp's been on the roll, and he was talking about how he came up and how the girl that he was messing with didn't necessarily support him. And it opens the door for a specific conversation. I'm going to play the clip uh, so y'all can hear it. Yeah, um, that's when I was first, uh, you know, in my beginning stages, you know, really chasing my dream of comedy. Um, at the time, I felt like um, she didn't believe in my dream. And my goals. I used to want her to support me so much. He's talking about his wife. Um, his girl at the time. I, you know, I thought there was going to be a woman I was going to be with. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I did a lot of stuff with, with, with her. You know what I'm saying? Every dime that I got and where I was working, I, I gave it to her. The only thing I wanted to do was get me a, a haircut and, and pay my cell phone bill so I could, you know, shoot my video. Right. Um, but I felt like at the time, the, the money, uh, it wasn't coming fast enough. Right. You know, it, it wasn't there. So she went, you need, you need to get a job. You need to do this. You need to do that. Um, I can't do this no more. So you, you know, you might have to, you know, go do something else. So that sent me to my grandma's house. You know, since so I was staying with my grandma for a little minute, and at that moment, but that happened at late, late at night. Well, that was like, yeah, 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 like. So she put you out like two, three in the morning. Uh, yeah, I, and it's crazy. Like I, I cried. Like I, I, I cried. I was crying already. Like you know, you know, when you chasing something, man, you trying to make this, trying to make this shit work, and. Man, I remember this shit like yesterday. <laughs> like, I don't try to talk to her. She like, boy, if you don't go to sleep. I'm like, what? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, damn, like, okay. And that, that made me cry even harder. So I just walked in, the, you know, walked in the living room and I was just like, damn. Shit, like, all right, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. And like I'm I said, a, I'm gonna pause it right there. So, cause, because basically, mm-hmm. that's the gist of it. A lot of the response to that clip. Of Desi talking about how, yo, I just wanted to like do the video shit. And I feel like she didn't believe in my dream. And he was talking about how the money he was making, he would give it to her, whatever. And then she told him that, like, yo, you need to get a different job type shit. And a lot of the response to his to that clip was, 
Oh, um, what did the girl say? She said, you tell a nigga to get a job and now you're a part of his villain story or something like that. And there's a lot of people that were saying, well, I don't think the girl was wrong for telling you to get a job because, you know, yeah. X, Y, Z. <laughs> and then that brought me to the other clip that was going around about the girl that was like, if you don't make 50, if you make $50,000 and that's all you make, you should stop dating. You seen the- I saw that. The, yeah. The, the drink that was saying that. And it, it really opened the conversation for me. I want to ask you, based on that clip and the response and based on some of these other clips that's going around, right? We know black folks talk about some of this stuff too often. Do you think if you don't have money, so what do you think about that statement? This is, the, the, this is what I'm asking you. The well, I'll tell you this. this. Let me ask you this. Stop. I know you got that, the shit loaded up and I know what you're asking me. I'm going to let you go first on what you think and then I'm going to just piggyback well, on Okay, you. well, let me ask. All right, cool. But I want to ask you uh, this first. All right. Because I feel like you'll be able to answer it. It's not one of those loaded ones that you got to think too much. The statement is, if you don't have money or if you're not financially stable, you should not date. What do you think about that statement? If you don't have, if you're not financially stable, don't date. I disagree. All right. I think. Oh, okay, go ahead. I I didn't want to load. I didn't want to put the question out there. That was a loaded question. And you had to. I disagree. I think if you don't have, I think if you have zero dollars to your name, you can date. I think you need to date like you have zero dollars to your name. I think people with zero dollars to their name, you you can't talk to the girl who wants you to have five dollars to your name. Bet it's gonna be. I think it's somebody out there for. Cause guess what, the girl was the dude with zero dollars to his name. You have to date the girl with zero dollars to her name, or well, somebody that's not worried about that. Like. Also, we talking about the rarity of it, of you having zero dollars to your name. Let's say you make $40,000 a year. I don't think that you shouldn't date. I think you should be dating the same way that I dated when I only made $40,000 a year, which was I wasn't talking to these. It's, it was, it's always been women that have wanted rich niggas, y'all. This is not a new thing. I'm just letting all the youngins know. It's always been women that would rather talk to... A girl, a, a nigga that has more money. And there's always been men out here with more money. Yeah. It's just, it wasn't, it didn't seem like that was what, I don't know if it was maybe social media or whatever, but I knew when I only made 40 grand a year, only made 20 grand a year, I was talking to people who were kind of on my level, who weren't expecting me to make thousands more. And if they did, then I was off it. I think a lot of dudes spend time wanting a girl because of the way she looked and then her expectations for what she wants, I mean, she should have. I think if a girl, based on the world that we live in, if she, if she wants you to make a certain amount based on what she wants, hey, I'm not here to tell anybody that that can't be their preference. I just think if the Desi Bank shit is different than that question, though, and that is something I wanted to respond to. Okay. I do think the Desi Bank situation is different than the if you're not if financially you stable. Because yeah. people were saying that he shouldn't have been dating her. Because I'll ask you what you think about that. People were saying that he shouldn't have been dating her, you know, or trying to take her serious if he didn't have a a set thing. Man, you know what I'm saying? Look at this nigga. Look at look at him now. And where is his ex or his girl? That's what I, that, that's the that's another one of the points. Are y'all gonna say the same thing about Beyonce? You talking about the the dude she took the prom? Yeah. yeah. I mean, y'all will look at Brian and say, "Look at this fucking idiot. She didn't want to hold her down. He wanted to do this. He this. He he that with her. It's like, what do y'all mean? 
he should she was right in telling him to get a job. Look where he's at doing what this man is literally saying that he cried for. That's my thing. He said, I remember literally just trying to talk to Shadi, and then she said, if you don't just go to sleep, and he said that that made him cry. Cause he knew I want this shit, and I'm with a motherfucker who don't believe in me. I have been there before. I know what it's like to shed those tears. Mm-hmm. I know what it, what that's like. And I think, fuck his ex. And fuck what anybody got to say because it worked. You don't got to be with me if I'm Will Smith Pursuit of Happiness. You don't got to be with me. You can be Thandie Newton and run your ass right out the street if you want. Because you don't think that I'm ever going to get this bone scanner density joint mm-hmm. to work. You don't ever think this shit will work. I'm like, yo, I just got a part for you, uh, a part for it that I think is going to work. Y'all remember acrimony? 100%. That's what I Remember that? It's acrimony. 100%. If you don't want to stay down with me, you don't des- if you want to leave before I get this thing kicking, oh, you don't get to come back or have anything to say once you see I'm making millions from it. None of you can say that Desi Banks was wrong for kicking Shawty to the curb and getting with somebody who actually believed in him because his shit worked. Now, let's take it off of Desi, right? Because you yeah. write about that, and that's actually a great point that you're making. Uh, and everybody should be inspired by that. But, not but, although, when you talk about, like, the average people, right? Yeah. Because we looked at Desi's situation, and it's amazing, but the reality is a lot of people aren't, aren't, don't have Desi's story. Desi does have a great story. He has the acrimony story. Y'all can't really say shit because the dream that he talked about crying about worked. He's sitting in front of Shannon Sharp. He's world. He's he's nationally known. You know what I'm saying? He could go. He, he doesn't work. This is what he does. His shit worked out. But the regular dudes that make the average forty, fifty thousand, like they telling him not to date. I feel like that is just the biggest misinformation, misinformative piece of advice to tell somebody. Oh, if you make like 40, 50 grand, you shouldn't date. Yeah, I didn't like that at all. If you make $50,000 a year, you make $24.04 an hour. That's if you make $50,000 a year on paper. If on paper they say, hey, your salary is $50,000 before tax, you make $24.04. I'll never forget when I went from Best, when I was in Best Buy and I finally started to like go up mm-hmm. and I started to say, okay, this is my hourly, but what is that yearly? The reality is the average black guy, because it's only us having this fucking conversation. But the average black guy, I've always said we made around, make around 40 grand. I do think it's fucked up to tell somebody not to date if you're not all the way financially stable. Because to me, and I mean, I'm not trying to sound like a brokey or nothing like that or, or make excuses for, for people that don't have their situation together. It's just, it be sounding like sometimes we don't give a fuck about who a person is no more. Yeah. It's more about... What you got? What you bring to what the table? What do they have or what can they do? Like, is, that, is he a good guy? Does he love his mom? Does he want kids? Is he a God-fearing man? Is he nice? Did he hold the door for you? Is he handsome? I mean, like, damn. Yeah. All the conversations we see are about money, and it's fucking up everybody because now people feel like if we I ain't know got that the that's, money. We know that that's an internet conversation, and you're watching this on via the internet as well, but at the same time, that shit skews perception for real because now a lot of men are like, all women want these days is this. Yeah. When that's not all, but the conversation keeps coming back to that. 
Yeah. Now, there's a reason why women want somebody stable because they've probably been with a few guys that they had to help out, but that's never the crux of the story. It's never, I've been with a bunch of guys that I had to help, so I would like a man that makes this. It's yeah. always, if you're not doing this, then you can't. Uh-uh, I can't do that. And that's the one that goes viral. Yeah. I feel like the girl saying that was an idiot. And I don't think most women even think like I agree. Like her. I'm talking about the content. I know though. Did you see the girl with the shake shot joint? Where the dude took it to shake yeah, shot? Yeah, that's fake. And they I said knew it, it was fa- fake. And they said it was fake. And that's that's what I wanted to uh, on the heels of that. Hold on, wait, because I ain't get a. All right, wait, 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 say, 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 say. I was just gonna talk about how the content. Now we making fake content about that conversation. I, bro, I feel like I said that on this podcast before that the fake content that we make for a joke gets received on a real level. It's like when people got upset with me this week, this past week, and shout out to, uh, bro, I don't even remember his, I don't know, I'll never know how his name is named, but I know his name is Meech. Y'all know who he is. Uh, I got into it with him about the nail painting thing. Oh, Demetrius Harmon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Demetrius Harmon, great dude. Uh, didn't know he listens to the podcast, and if he's hearing this, shout out to him. He's, he's dope. We've always thought that he was funny. When I seen his tweet, I, and it was, I was trying to tell him through, in the DMs. I was like, bro, I didn't even, it was not energy behind it. I'm just that, y'all know me on Twitter. I'm not, I'm not, oh, this is, this, I'll say it. And I normally don't know how I look until y'all start telling me. So anyway, working on that, but I said something about his nails and I feel like the response, what was we, what was we just talking about? We were talking about content being fake. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, damn, why did I even bring that up? I had a real point for it. Was it about what you said? Was it about, we were talking about content being fake. I think I know why I brought it up. I brought it up because I feel like there's a real reason why people paint their nails. And then there's dudes, there's dudes that make content with it. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I think, or there's a real origin why. Like, I the reason why we got into it, y'all, is because in his video, he was basically saying that, you know, his, his painted nails was, was starting conversations with women. And I just felt like that was cat. I felt like you making content. Like, I get it, but I don't, I just didn't think that, you know. What, it do, you, would, what do you think about the women that said, oh, I would like the nails? I don't, you don't see none of them women with a man with painted nails. You never see it. It's a bunch of women who just want men to live free, and I do too. I just thought that the content part was where we starting to skew the line between what's real reality and what is content. You know what I'm saying? Y'all are making content arguing because you want to spark a conversation. Like, I felt like in Meech's tweet, it was like, y'all, y'all dudes think that I'm worried about y'all, man, really, these, this, these nails is getting me the ladies. That's starting a conversation. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh-huh. and I feel like people take a conversation starter and we start inserting like, Real life shit, like, oh, I bet you see the girl with the oysters. You see how black women, you see how our black women are? And it's like, that ended up being fake. Uh-huh. This isn't about everybody. Yeah. Like, I feel like my tweet about him and to him, this is what I really meant to say, became about me talking about every man who chose to paint their nails and why. You know what I'm saying? When mm-hmm. I was really just saying, oh, no, nah, this, I feel like this, you getting girl, you, you saying this about you getting girls, I feel like that's cat. But I feel like, because of how we look at, at content, it is almost like the measuring rod. Our content now s- speaks a lot to who people at least perceive us to be. And is that in the, only in our community that that happens? 
I feel like it happens more so on a social media level. And honestly, we like to downplay the socials and, oh, it's just Twitter, it's just Instagram. But it, we don't live in 2009 no more. Like, yeah. back in 2009, when this shit started, the Asian dude that's never been to the States, his perception of black folks came from movies. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, I see. I know how these motherfuckers are. It's the exact same way. Like a lot of, we talking about how we learn about shit based on that. But now Twitter will definitely make you, Twitter, Instagram will definitely make you say, all right, bet this is how they are. But the Desi Banks situation though, because that's, mm-hmm. we went from the Desi Banks thing straight into basically if you should make 50,000. And I felt like he was saying something a little bit different. Like, nah, he was. But it, it just, with do Desi, you? Because what do you think about what Desi Banks said in regards to the actual person? I agree with what Desi Banks said to the dude that's an up-and-coming rapper. I agree that if you are with a girl that is not at least even just supporting what you do, she don't got to listen to everything that you put out or whatever. But if she's not supporting you and you feel like Desi Banks, where you going to sleep crying, feeling like you in this battle alone, you need to leave her ass. Who give no, a fuck if the pussy good? Who care if she's a good person, good family? If you feel like she not standing beside you on what you want to do, trust me, bruh. If you tuck it and stay with her, your relationship's going to be ailed regardless because you're going to use that against her later. If mm-hmm. you don't follow your dream now and you just say, fuck it, I'm going to stay with her, then what you're going to do is you're going to compromise your dream. You're going to know that you didn't go the full way, not because... You tried and it didn't mm-hmm. work, but because I chose to stay with her and listen to her and actually get a job. Yeah. that's Like, cool. if she not going to be ready, willing to go broke with you for the shit and that's what you want to do. Nah, yeah. And I think, I think no girl should have to go broke with you, though. I do so agree. I ain't saying that, but you know. I also don't think his, what he said warranted the responses he got. Shout out to Sean C. I watched Sean C's live on it and- he said exactly what I was thinking, which is, I don't see why people are saying, oh, you tell a nigga to get a job and now you're a part of his origin story. Like, Desi didn't, like, shit on the girl too bad. He spoke on his experience. He didn't say, like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, he can only speak on his experience. He said, I thought she was going to be who I was with. I gave her this. I did this. And then, like, damn, it just didn't work out because I believe in this. She didn't believe in my dream. I don't think that means, oh, she told him to get a job and oh my God, this nigga wanted to follow his dream and it worked. And Loki, she could have been right. That's the thing. That's too. the thing too, yes. She could have been right. She probably it, was the right. The bad thing is his shit worked. And that means, look, fella, sometimes your girl is right and sometimes your girl has to leave. You gotta say, fuck it, I'm gonna do this shit, and then the shit not work. But like, you need to die on that hill. Die there. I'd rather you fellas, I'd rather you leave Shawty, try what you're trying to do. When it don't work, see if you can get Shawty back. You was right. Take that L before I'm telling you, mm-hmm. you will resent the fuck out of her for keeping you away from what you feel like you could have done. Yeah. Not knowing if you could have really been balling because she told you to get a job. Exactly. And you thought, and look, Imagine when you get that job, right? Imagine Desi doesn't do this comedy shit, just gets the job. Guess what? The job, he's going to be making 50000 
The job he could be making 60, 70,000. And now guess what? Oh, well, I will. Well, if you made more money, well, if you made more money, walk me away from the dream, right? Mm -hmm. Into a job that's really not enough. And it's like, well, you know, I've still got this going, but I'm working this job. Fellas, don't do it. Yes. You feel me? Especially not for her. Go and read The Way of the Superior Man. It's nothing in this world you should be doing for your girl. You should be doing the shit for yourself as a man. There's nothing you should be doing for your girl. Everything for you in support of your lady. Because you're a man. It's all going to fall on you. Watch this. Let's say your girl wants to go to... Let's say your girl wants to go on vacay. I don't want to use that. I'm not going to give a... <laughs> Let's say... All I'm going to say is this. Because I'm not going to give an example. But do you see the way that I'm saying he's going to resent his girl? 100%. That's 100% true. Do you see how that's not anything she's doing? It's just... It's man. inevitable. That's why I said at the end of the day, fellas, it's falling on you. So you make the choice. If let's say, all right, put it like this. Let's say your girl want to go to a restaurant early in the morning, but you might have some work to do, right? And you say, you know what? I'm going to go to the restaurant to satisfy her. L, this is what I mean when I say you shouldn't be doing things to satisfy your girl. You got work and you got your girl. See, that's like a big thing to say. Watch this. All right. You go, you take her to take her to lunch, right? Or you take her to the breakfast. When you come home from the breakfast, you were supposed to be working, but now you're behind, right? Her belly's full, she cool. You're kind of stressed. Cause you coming in the house like this, keys thrown over there. Shit, turn the laptop up. You trying to work? She comes in good, right? Happy wife. I get it. But that won't last long because now you're nicked. And guess who's in a grand, special mood? Your girl. Now your girl shouldn't have to, but for real, for real, you're kind of hot. You really can't be bothered. You know how you get behind on your work, Terrell? And G's mm. right there, and you have to tell your girl, hey, yo, I got to really focus on this. So, uh, like... Fellas, y'all know there's no woman in the world that receives they that. They don't like it. They don't like that at all. When you tell your girl, hey, look, I really got to focus on this. Like, and I hear what you're saying, but fuck, fuck it, fuck it. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so you don't want to put yourself in a place where now you're going to be the one that's, damn, nigga, what the fuck? We just came for breakfast. You weren't supposed to eat the girl. That's why I say, fellas, there are so many times in your life where you'll say, you know what? I'm going to just do this and then... I'm going to pick the man shit later. Hey, look, if it's playing 2K, we're not talking about that. You feel me? Right. We're not talking about she want to go to the restaurant, but I want to get a game done on my, my career. And Terrence said, don't do nothing for your girl. Nah, we saying when you make a choice, it should be your choice because you are the man. You, if you leading, really? you're going to pick the what? Nah, you're using chance and choice. You sound like your parody self. Come on. <laughs> no, nah, I'm with you though. I think um I get I mean everybody should read that book. It's just some stuff in the book that's like I don't think it's okay. rocket science, y'all. We're not talking about everything. If you in your soft boy era, if you want to be on your black boy joy, go ahead and do all of it. Fuck I never it. said that. <laughs> <laughs>
soft black man era. Soft black nah, man. Nah, yeah. You niggas are putting, uh, nah. But you know what? I do agree that we should take care of ourselves. Self, self care. I do agree. What? I ain't going to shit on the whole soft era for us. Oh, no, I'm not shitting on that either. I'm, you know. But I just saying? do think we need to get back to like real connection. That, that, the biggest thing with that is like the whole, if you don't have money, don't date thing is kind of like taking us away from human interaction being more important than what we have. And it comes from us not thinking we could, should build together anymore. So, but went a little long on that. But I definitely, I'm glad you gave us some some gems. I, I feel, feel like, like the only, I feel like the remaining topics that we have are very close to that that in a way. What you got? I was gonna talk about something that I feel like don't hit the way people think it does. It's funny, me and A Train talked about this. This is really something that I feel like A Train said first. I said, you know, I'm gonna talk to Terrell about that when uh because I was talking about my thing first, and the A Train said, oh, well, there's a male perspective or a male equivalent. I was talking about uh, a woman that says, when you meet a woman and she's single, because first I'll say this, shout out to everybody that's watching Love is Blind. Um, apparently it's a crazy um, season season this, this season that just dropped. And you know your girl's watching something. I'm like, all right, you know what? She wants to watch this. Fuck it. I've heard about it. You got show. caught in that trap. Shit is, shit is good. You the one that's When like, you grew up on Bad Girls Club this. and all of that shit, you know, it was kind of like, damn, you know what? I could watch this. Um, there was a girl on there who said something about being, uh, and this is no shade. Uh, she said she lost her father when she was young. But uh -huh. she said... Basically, growing up, I had to handle things on my own. I had to, you know, since my pops wasn't around, I had to basically handle stuff on my own. I had to basically step up to the plate. I had to do this. I had to do that. And I told A-Train, I said, believe it or not, that is a red flag when you're dating a woman. For what? A woman Them that says that she, her father's one, not in her life, and two... Oh, I had to step up and handle things on my own. So I do this on my own or I do this on my own. It is not a bad thing. I'm not saying that this is a bad thing. It's a reality for some it's people. It's a reality for a lot of people. I just people I just think people should understand the red flag that that is. As a guy, Terrell, why is it a red flag? Because it if I'm somebody that's courting you, I don't feel like you're going to open as much as I will open, your door won't be as wide open as mine will be. I'm coming to the list. I'm coming into a full, full open. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And if you're somebody, that, oh, I had everything. My own, I had to do it. You're just telling. You're you're showing me your. Don't show me your walls and expect me to. You know what I'm saying? This is a home improvement. You got. I'm not about to just be over here like Tim and yeah. you, a motherfucker. Talk. You know what I'm saying? I I just feel like you're it, it, you're showing me that you're not gonna be let me lead. You're gonna be. It's gonna be a, You're a tug and like a tug of war for you yeah. know what I'm saying, and it shouldn't be that. And I'm not saying that I need to leave. I'm saying, are we gonna be able to meet in the middle? I don't think you do. You do what you do, and I do what I do. Or is it gonna be like a tug of war? But when you say you do what you do, I do what I do. Cause I mean, you're not like, talking about you being a man and and leading the household. Yeah, but like there's certain. Elements of I feel like that's such a dated thing though. Never dated. As I a man think it's dated. Never like, dated. I leave my household for sure. 
But I would be lying if I told you Jeter and wasn't also splitting that lead with me. We're not talking about because it's certain shit that I lead that I take the lead on, and it's certain shit that she do, and she lets she allows me. You know what I'm saying? Without a tug, and I'm not saying allow as in gives me permission. Yeah, I'm talking about she let me handle shit because she don't come from that. And if you're dealing with a woman that says I handle everything on my own, I feel like when we when it comes to decision making, it probably would be a little bit more trouble there than you're gonna be dealing with somebody who don't. You're gonna be masculine. Yeah, one hundred percent. That's the that's the very easy way of saying. The very easy way of saying, fellas, you're gonna be in a relationship with a bruh. Who you feel like instead of this being your girl who looks at you for somebody who can make decisions, you're with somebody that is trying to make the decision for you. Or we got to talk about this shit or go back and forth. How you feel about a woman that says, I want a man that can put me in my feminine? There's- if I have to be masculine because there are some men that these women have dated mm-hmm. that, that want to borrow their car, that don't, whatever. Trust me, I get it. But hold on, hold on, wait. Don't rush that part. What do you have to say about that? Because that's the element of it that they probably would say. How would y'all feel, ladies, if if a man said, "I'm not going, I'm not opening your car door unless you show me that I can be in my masculine." You gotta, you gotta prove to me in order for me to be masculine. It would just sound stupid. It's just an excuse that women would use to. It's like an excuse you make for not being feminine. And I don't think that you have to be feminine, but you need to understand if you out here dating, we talking about love is blind, y'all. Like, like I need to watch that joint. Anyway, I'll say this: A Train said there was a good equivalent to fellas. Shit, that fella say, right? Because mm-hmm. you see how she said she lost her father and had to handle things on her own. There are a lot of fellas out there who grew up with just moms in the crib that say, you know, well, I watched my mom work couple jobs and she was able to provide for me so I want a woman that works. Fellas, oh I'm yeah, telling you it's not the chess move or it, it ain't it ain't hitting like you think. That line. It's you, not it is a red flag. Ladies, am I wrong? 100%. The ladies are like finally yes, A train because I get it. Nobody gives a fuck. Your nah, girl yeah. shouldn't have to work because your mom worked. Because why did your mom work three jobs? Because your dad wasn't because your dad wasn't around. Right. So she had to. No shade. No shade. But somebody doesn't have to come and be. Because if she grew up with her father and mother, or her father showed her what she should expect from a man in a household, why should she lessen that? Who are you to tell her? Yeah, you see, she got two. She thinking she got a dad saying? who does everything for her father for her mom. Pays for everything, right? And you expect her to get a job and hustle because your mom had to get a job and hustle. That's where you call, y'all probably should just date. Shouldn't date, you know? But nah, but you see. But also, Terrence, it's the red flag from the from the from the from the guy. And why? Because we said why is a red flag from the woman? Why is it a red flag? This a red flag for a guy. That's a red flag from the guy because you're looking for another mom. That's it, fellas. That's what it's going to look like. And Terrence. You might not think that, but this is what it looks like. It's the like. same thing with the women where you're looking for daddy. Yeah, look. You're looking for someone to take care of you. And this is what I was saying back about the Desi Banks situation and how we don't even be talking about human shit. I love this person because I love their smile and I love their laugh and they love what I love. We met at the 
the golf range. He loves golf. I love golf. And he wants kids. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I love her. Hey, look, she she's funny. She's actually, you know, crazy because I watch anime. She's in anime. We met at the, you know, uh, Comic-Con. But I uh, feel like there's a whatever. lot of that, though, Troy. You can't but say there's not away. a lot. There's, I there's do that. that exists, of course, because that's just the natural way we attract the people. But we center all of these conversations. And think about what we're talking about. I'm about to say, you. we were just talking he about the He wants a content. woman that works. She wants a man that does this. It's all, we be talking about so much transactional shit. And we have, we don't know anything about what these two people even like about each other. I guess you got a point with that, but that's very far from what we Man, talking Tan, about. But you that's went backwards. The, that's no, that's the overarching. Because what point. does that have to do with him saying, "I saw my mom work three jobs and provide for me"? It's like, bruh, somebody broke our damn gate. Um, but I, I mean, I, I, you right though. Let me not stray from this because it isn't. All I'm saying is those two things, those two layers of independency are definitely unfortunate. But like on Love is Blind, there's a girl who has a kid, but she's like hesitant to say it. Right. Mm -hmm. Not because she's ashamed of her kid. She loves her kid probably with everything she got. It's just she knows how it's perceived. Mm -hmm. And I think in this same situation when you probably did grow up as a lady and you had to handle things on your own, you need to realize that when you dating these fellas out here, they hear that and feel like, oh, she's going to be this tough, rough ass girl that's not going to need me for shit because you had to handle everything on your own. So, you know what I'm saying? You a girl that take out your own trash and you out cutting the grass and all of that. If you that type of girl, it's nothing wrong with that. You're just going to be perceived a specific way because come on. Yeah. You know, I think also if you a dude out here talking about, yo, I watch my mom work. So, you know, I'd rather have a girl at work. Then you're going to look like you're dependent on a woman. You're going to look like when you get with your girl, you, she going to have to fold your clothes and Hold cook you every, every food every night. And it might not be what you're expecting, but you're going to look like that. I don't think it's all the way wrong to want a woman that works. No, no, no. Or it's one, not. One We're just talking about that. the I saw my mom work three jobs, so. Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. There's definitely nothing wrong with a woman that way. Reference to your mom, period, is kind of like. But then again, it's the same that we said the girl has a dad that did everything for her mom. We can't tell her not to expect a man to do some of the things her dad did. But in the same token, we're telling the guy nah, that because since he saw his mom work three jobs, he can't want a woman to work, if that makes sense. Well, that's, well because we let we lean into the fact that oh, well, fellas, she saw her dad doing this, so you she saw her dad doing that for her mom. You saw exactly. your mom doing it for you. That's different. Her mom was doing it alone. I mean, his mom was doing it alone. Think about it. So you're right. You're right. A woman I knows. It. I think a woman sh should be understood too. If if your dad bought you everything that you want, you shouldn't be out here expecting to get with a man that's gonna. Do the same thing at, at a specific level, uh, unless you can get there. Like, look what Steve Harvey said about, well, if you have daughter, a, he was like, yo, she's got everything she wanted in her life. So, let's say you have a daughter, you don't want to give her everything she can have before a nigga can, uh, young, one of these young niggas can. I, I definitely would as a father, but I, I, I don't think that she should be expecting at a certain age for everything to be paid for. You see, I think different from you. I would want a girl to find me. I would want my daughter to find her equivalent of me in terms of not like who I am, but like who I am to her mom. Find your yeah. version of me. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. 
If your dad really is, if your dad is trash and he's dogging your mother out, then that's one thing. But it's like, yeah, because you, I wouldn't want my daughter to grow up and think, oh well, I can't expect a man to do everything. Ah, yeah, because look, I don't want her to. I want her to be realistic. But A Train got two good, two good dads that are in her life that I'm sure she don't ever have to be like, hey, yo. I need a man that's gonna pay my bills. She never needed a man for that. Because uh-huh. when you got a good dad, your your her dad has told me she'll always be good, straight up. So it's kind of like that. You know what I'm saying? I would say the same thing. This nigga coming to your life talking about yeah, you know I could pay for this, I could pay for that. Cool. But guess what? I'm her father that gives a fuck. So she'll always be good. So you see how money don't impress men. It don't. Money impressed women. You know what I'm saying? That's why it's like, you're right about like going and getting you. Because it ain't about getting a nigga with money. I don't need a, I, I wouldn't want her to just go get a nigga that could pay for everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why, and you see, that's where it also comes back to what I was talking about. I don't think it's the same as... think about it. The girl father cares more about who you are. These niggas are focused on bet. If I want to date, I need to get money. And then they get money... And turn into these red pill niggas because you're really not that interested of a guy outside of the money you got. Yeah, yeah. So it's but, more so, but the the mother thing. You're 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 you're, you're trying to put a cape on for that. And I'm gonna put a cape on for that. Your mom shouldn't have had to work three jobs to take care of you. That's you know? a fact. So you can't expect to get a woman or or you know what? If you need a woman that works, then. I say there's women out there that definitely more women that work than women that don't. I'll say that. 100%. So, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not shitting on that. Just saying you saw your mom do something, so I expect to... Don't say that, bro. Even if it's a fact. I, I don't... Yeah. It's just not... You we was talking about wrong. them two lines. Like, I told okay, you dating? about that before. Don't say that while dating. I talked to Jay about that before. One of our friends. That exact same conversation. You shouldn't say it. Your fellas. mom hustled. Your mother but these hustled. Women, you got you as a man gotta come at this different. Yeah. So I'm glad you understood that because you tend to, you know. No, 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 no. 100 percent We had the conversation at a cheddar's, my man Denzel behind the bar. <laughs> <laughs> and Don was there. Don remember, Don was there. Hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. We gotta get back together, bro. I was thinking about that. Some about some of our friends we just haven't seen in a minute. We gotta all get back. Okay, Troy, where we at? We could go um, course of action if you got it. I only got one course of action. That's why I said a lot of these was going to be... Oh, it's not course of action. It's chance and a choice. You got the drop? No, that. <laughs> In life, things happen. Situations arise. And in those situations, you get a chance and a choice and a choice and a chance. And you know, I fucking hate what that. he chooses to do with his choice. I mean, his chance. Well, that's his choice. I can never get this shit straight across. <laughs> I mean, his chance. <laughs> what you say is the difference between chance and a choice and course of action? It's basically the same fucking thing. Course of action is what would you do in this situation? Chance and a choice is basically would you rather. 
basically. Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. Course of action is you in the barbershop, this nigga, yang. Oh, my bad, dog. What's your next course of action? You know what I'm saying? Like, there's that. <laughs> I'm gonna get up and do this. Well, chance and a choice, you gotta pick one. In this situation, Terrell, this is going I hope this isn't triggering for anybody. But we men, we talk like men. Okay. Would you rather talk to a girl who has a 10-year-old daughter? Uh-huh. Or a woman who has been married before and divorced. The 10-year-old daughter girl. Hold on, say that again. So I'll start over. This girl never been married, but has a 10-year-old daughter. Or talk to this girl who has no kids, but has been married before and divorced. Give me the woman that has been uh, married before and divorced. Married before and divorced? Mm-hmm. Then they both the same age. And let's put it up there. You know, this don't... Okay, yeah. Because married and divorced at like 24, you could have just got with somebody and y'all was trying to be. But I mean, like, they both, let's go 28, 29. You know okay. what I'm saying? So there's, you, you're a grown motherfucker. You had a 10-year-old daughter. means you had a daughter at 18. Mm-hmm. Um, but you've never been married. This person's been married and divorced, no kids. Give me the person married and divorced with no kids. Because I feel like the lessons that you learn coming out of the marriage, hopefully... I feel like I would rather deal with, and this may sound fucked up, but I would rather deal with the baggage of somebody post-relationship versus taking on a child that I may not be ready to insert myself as a father figure for. If I'm just dating. I have a son. So I would not mind dating somebody that has a child now. Now. But on a raw spectrum, I think... I would only be compromising her life if it don't work out between us versus me introducing myself to this young girl and her losing another father figure if we don't work out. Because that's the part that people don't think about. Um, For me... How's that for your chance of choice? I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. I think I would probably do the same thing. I think I'd probably talk to... Only thing I was going to say is this, that a marriage and a divorce is scary. Okay. Because you don't know why. And I feel like that's deeper than uh, a breakup. Because there's actual legal decisions made. And then I guess I made. I would probably say that the girl would. I probably would pick the. I'm going to go with the the girl that's divorced. I would do that. Yeah, but why though? Explain yourself on why. I would go why because. I feel like a kid still ties you to somebody for sure. And if you dating, I feel like, like you said, maybe you don't want to tie yourself to being that. But like we talking about, we talking about grown people. You could miss a great ass opportunity. This is a girl that had her kid early. Uh huh. So yeah, she got a 10 year old daughter, but she's 28. She had her kid early. She could be more mature, ready for life. Just made a mistake when she was young versus this girl who's 28 and divorced, mm-hmm. no kids. It could look like what's yeah. good with you. That's what I'm saying. When you think about it on the surface, you think no brain up, whatever. I don't want to deal with nobody's kid, but you could be dealing with somebody's great. You could be dealing with a great woman who happens to have a kid or a terrible woman. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, but she don't got no kids, so we ain't, we can always, you know, hit the bar off the late night. 
with this with the girl with the kid when you third when, hey fellas when you get older let me tell you something you're gonna start fucking with shorties with kids we just got invited to a cabin trip and fellas that's what you're gonna and talk normally off. exactly normally we will be like bet we gotta think about who gonna have the baby oh shit oh you talking about you i'm, I'm thinking, thinking about just dealing with somebody with a kid period you gotta be ready for like you can't just say, yo, I'm coming to pick you up. Be ready, girl. Her daughter in the house. <laughs> that could be a reason why you wouldn't want to deal and with that. And that might be the reason yeah, why yeah. you might just not want to deal with that. Because it is something to take on. And I applaud all the men who take it who, on. Yeah, yeah, who yeah. Who take 100. that on because it's so important for the kid. And I think when you get older, fellas, that shit is not going to bother you for real, for real. Like that. That's a misconception. 100%. That's the youngins talking. Oh, I can't fuck with nobody with no kids. I mean, honestly, I though, get it, me, though. I get it, though. If for you get, sure. Because imagine as you're older. Imagine that eight. Imagine that eighteen-year-old girl. Like you got a ten-year-old daughter now. Yeah. Imagine her with a three-year-old, and you twenty-one. You'll want to with somebody. It'd be different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, even if you're dating that. a girl that's twenty-eight but got like a two-year-old, that is kind of like okay, that's a little fresh. Okay, real, you know, real quick, what do you think about the C.J. Stroud, Amber Rose situation from the past weekend? We talked about the Dre and Jalen Green, and Amber Rose did come out and say. I don't even know him. He just gave me a ride back. <laughs> Nobody knows they agree. C.J. Stroud is a young 22-year-old rookie quarterback. Amber Rose just turned 40. Uh-huh. He was spotted giving her a ride from the All-Star weekend. I think C.J. trying to get active. But. 100%. But. I think Amber. Amber Rose, you've been in the game a little, long it enough. It looks predatory. She's been in the I'm game sorry. long enough to know what she's doing. You know what you're doing. You know we wasn't. You know everybody was gonna look at that a certain way. Don't act like you don't know. I don't even know Steve. I don't know him. He was a nice young man. He gave me a ride. Girl, you know that's the rookie of the year, right? You know who the fuck it is. You know who that is. You got in his car because if you didn't know who he was, why you, you didn't would, take an Uber? Yeah. So anybody who don't know, you can just ask you if you're if they're a nice man and you getting a ride, please. Right. She about to be caught. She about to be ringed. She I like mean, Uncle Ice. I can smell a nigga with money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, she see the nigga shining. Uh, hey, look. I think it looks worse on CJ Stroud than it do for Amber Rose, though. Why? Because people are like, oh my God, disgusting Amber Rose. Really? Yeah. It's Amber Rose. She got two, don't she got two different names tatted right here? Her sons. Her sons' names are tatted on her forehead. Come on. Let's not act like this is supposed to be the moral queen. Of course, you're going, if Amber Rose is single, she's going to be out here doing this. I think it's more on CJ Stroud to be a little bit more careful. Like, come on, CJ, you you can make a better choice than this. You don't gotta go over for that. Let's okay, bet. Let's flip this. Come on, CJ. Let's see if we can because CJ is uh -huh, a man. He's oh making right. the money. Feel me? Sure. You're gonna get CJ. You're gonna have girls dropping at your feet, but you you could choose. Come on, you could choose better than Amber Rose. What There's is, nothing what is, wrong with, I'm not going to say something wrong with Amber Rose, but come on, you know, you know what that is. 100%. Amber Rose, yeah, 100%. Let's flip it, though. 40-year-old man, 22-year-old woman. Do we tell that Leonardo 20... Leonardo DiCaprio. Do we tell the 22-year-old, you know better than that, this is on you, you need to pick a better man, or are we going to say that the 40-year-old nigga was predatory, and of course, he's going to have his he's influence. A, he's a man. He's going to... He's going to... She's not going to be able to oversee his whatever. We have to keep the exact same energy for these predator-ass predator women. It's the same thing. Y'all know what these young niggas is about. You're, you know what you're doing. You old as hell. 
date a 40-year-old or 39-year-old. You 40? I bought women like to date older men. Where's the 50-year-old niggas? Oh, you want to date the young niggas that you can get their money. We can't really get mad at these ladies. So you can't put it on CJ Stroud. Do you know that men actually do do what you're talking about? Do you know men actually do what you're talking about? Saying that these young impressionable girls who get pimped, because they are getting pimped. I 100% agree. That they should be thinking different. I 100% agree that these men take advantage of these younger girls because they know they're young. They know they can, they can impress them with their money, their houses and shit. Yeah. But these older women, especially these BBL joints, the legacy BBL joints like Drea, Amber Rose, Bernice, Burgos, they know they got influence. And so they can swindle a young nigga. Mm-hmm. I think it I is... I feel like it's the same... Pre it's the same. It should be treated the same as predatory. I think... CJ, you got the world in your hands. You are the NFL player. You 21, bro, 22. I think it takes for us to turn you around and say, hey, bruh, this is an old vulture. We know what she about. Like, but she's still fire. So you just got to be careful. Bro, you know, these women, these women, did you see the tweet that was talking about how the OGs are still in the game? Mm -hmm. Like the young, there was a tweet that was going around where it was like, the young girls can't even pop out for real because the OG's still out here getting CJ Stroud. You know, she nah, not, he yeah. not walking with the latest young joint. He walking with Amber Rose. That's who Kanye mm -hmm. was with. Like, what the fuck? In 2009. Yeah. Christ. And then, and then Wiz. And they have a 10-year-old. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like... She that, yeah, she done been around. We've known Amber Rose to be Amber Rose forever. Even, I think there is something, and this is brought to my attention, there is something dope about Amber Rose still being able to get a young NBA baller. These women are told what? When you get old, you washed. When you get old, oh, whatever, you're going to be old and washed. You know how many men Drea was probably with, and they was like, oh, you whatever, you're going to get old, or whatever. I think Amber Rose... And Drea having this run, it kind of shows how scary this shit is, fellas. Because you could get hit up by an by old lady. So we I mean, giving you could get hit up by a young, youngster. So we giving them or, credit, stripes, for still being able to... I get I'm the, just not going to try to spank them for what they been out here doing. They not breaking no no laws. I think... We, I think you on, know how many men date women that are lead, quote-unquote legal? But it still looked at as predator because of the age gap. It is. And I will say there's a predator aspect to it. There's a predator aspect to... I do get what you're saying, though. I just think as a man, CJ, come on. At what point it is... He's a young man. You're a young dude. He's a young man. A young, yeah. impressionable man. A young man that might say, damn, that's Ambrose that was with Wiz, that was with Kanye, who I saw when I was young as fuck. And now I can fuck this joint? But you don't know she going after your rookie contract money. Yes, you do, CJ. You 22. He's young and impressionable. Man, at 22, you're not, a young, you're not young and impressionable. Even India, Man, even, well, I guess you are. I mean, come on. Even India Love run was 10 years ago. And she's still she, out here. She Look, I would have liked to see CJ Stroud pop out with a Sydney Sweeney. Or Man, fuck no. Nah, yeah. Uh, the young. Oh, whoever is, is the like hot, the whoever hot now. young chick. Now. Yes. For the noun. For the noun is what I mean. Okay, yeah. CJ Stroud walking with her to the car. We would be like, that! I'm That's trying to a think of who's couple. a black, young, popping joint now. Oh, Tyler. 
Yeah. Let's say that joint. You know. Let's say Tyler yeah. was, you know. Yeah, he taking a water joint to the. Uh huh. That'd have been fire. That'd have been fire, and he'd have put them both on the map tight. Yeah. You know? I would have liked. I would have imagine liked seeing to see Tyler that. next year at the Houston Texans games with the jerseys. That would be fire on some Taylor Swift shit. You see how Taylor and Travis kind of took that. Yes. You know? Yes. You're not doing that with Amber Rose, CJ. Yeah. You're not doing it. She wore other niggas' jerseys already. Not all on CJ. She wore another nigga jersey, CJ. Drea was just with Tyrod Taylor 10 months ago. I guess since he ain't getting no playing time, she said, fuck this nigga. Jalen Green. That's why I say you just got to be careful of your your choice. I do think uh, it is a little... It's not a good look. It's not the best look at all. We got movie suggest? Yep. Uh, you don't got a movie suggestion of the week, right? I don't have a movie suggest, but I can get one. You go first. Well, no, no. We can, we can, have a, we can share it. My movie suggestion of the week is going to be the Vince Staples show on oh, Netflix. Yeah. I believe it's only six episodes. I'm about 80% of the way through. Um, I had a tweet that I tweeted because I saw this tweet of the scene. And I said, man, I don't find this shit funny at all. I don't find it funny at all. We watched the first episode in Seattle. It was late. I told A-Train, I said, man, I'm really not finding this joint funny. You want to call? No, no, no. You good. I said, damn, I'm really not finding this joint funny. But I realized y'all was looking at it wrong. I was looking for this plot. At least something. I'm looking for it to be like, uh, I'm looking for it to be like Atlanta. Because it, no, it, it without a doubt reminds you a little bit. Well, maybe a lot of it of Atlanta, just the way it's shot, the feeling of it. Is it awkward? Is it like awkward, funny, like very much awkward situation? I haven't started yet. I'm you could definitely put Vince Staples and Donald Glover's character in Atlanta in the same situation, and they both want to. They both might look at each other like you know what I'm saying. They both are like Vince uh-huh. Staples reacting to the world around him. Same thing, same recipe from Atlanta. It's just a little bit different. I realized when when Vince Staples came out and said that it was this, it was our day's Seinfeld. It's our day's Martin. I'm like, he not talking about the success of those shows. He talking about the strategy. The way Martin come on, and you don't know if Martin's going to be, you don't know what Martin is doing this episode, but you know it's not really a continuation from the last episode. Yeah. Last episode might have been about some shit, but the next episode is going to be something completely different. One episode, Martin's trying to get a job at a bank, and then he at the end he's like, "Man, you know what? Fuck this shit. This shit didn't work." The next episode, he could be working somewhere completely different. You don't think, but well, what about the bank? Right, 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 right. And I think I was missing a lot of the, and some of it is, I'll, I'll admit, y'all, the comedy is definitely it's very stereotypical. It could be stereotypical. It could be very, you know, you could call it coonery if you wanted to. I wouldn't be sitting here saying it's not, but I, I told myself it's a comedy. It's not to be taken serious. It's not Atlanta, y'all. It is a comedy. It's a sketch, satire comedy, and that's how it should be received. If I get up here and try to expect for it to be Snowfall, then I won't enjoy it. But when I watched it like it being Martin or like it being Fresh Prince, like it just being this episode is just this episode... I definitely enjoyed it more. My question to y'all is this, because that's I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and lump in what that movie suggests, because I'm going to watch it this week. But my question to y'all, and this is my measuring stick for the, the shit is, if it wasn't Vince Staples and it was a random guy, 
we started thinking about it. With Snowfall, we didn't know who Damson Idris was. This was a new, brand new motherfucker, new show. If it wasn't Vince Staples and it was a random person, would it still be brilliant? No. Well, would brilliant. It, well, it would because I mean, it I wouldn't mean, be able getting, to be a show without him. People are saying that it's a great show. Yeah, it's brilliant. Oh my God, it's genius. Exactly what we needed. Yeah. If it wasn't Vince, would it still be good? No. In the same way that if Martin wasn't Martin Lawrence, then Martin wouldn't be good. Keep in mind, this, Atlanta was called Atlanta. Atlanta wasn't called the Donald Glover show. Right, 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 right. This is the Vince Staples show. It very heavily relies on Vince. Oh, okay. The same now it makes way sense. Martin and the Fresh Prince of Bel Air very heavily relied on Martin and Will. And Will. Okay. So cool. when you look at oh, it from okay. that perspective, you're like, okay, I see what, what Vince did with this. Because y'all got to keep in mind, if I was going to do a this day and age Fresh Prince, I might have to do it like how they did the show Bel Air. Which is a dramatized, serious camera. We on some scandal energy. You know what I'm saying? Nah, yeah, 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 yeah. There's no way for you to go back to that set stage. It'll look like... I know that when Vince Staples thought of doing the show, he might have thought of having something like sketch comedy like SNL. Like the, like the Carmichael show. Well, like the Carmichael show. But I think he's deeper than that. And this is a different way of us looking at that. This dude oh, was I'm like... excited for it. Yeah, this dude was like... See, instead of you hating, you should be opening your eyes more. I said, look, criticism before knowing, there's nothing wrong with that. If you're willing to come out and say, hey, you know what? I see the vision now. Like this dude was telling me, oh, you, you walked back your take on They Clone Tyrone. Because I said that I didn't like the title. I still don't like the title of the movie. I don't have to walk back the fact that I wasn't excited for a title. Or if I wasn't excited for a scene that I saw that was a preview, fuck this scene. Oh, but it ended up being good. And I said, you know what? I actually reassessed and it was good. Oh, you got to walk back the fact you ain't like this scene. No, I don't. I still don't like this scene. That's why I say I love that Vince Staples show actually did give me more than what I might have expected or something different. Or that I actually able or that I actually was able to pick up the vision of it because... I think a lot of people are missing the vision of it, looking for the Atlanta storyline. Yeah. Atlanta was also like deep, deep. Atla you know? Atlanta, yeah. And that's the difference. I see a lot of people comparing Dave and Atlanta and this show because they have one thing in common, which is rapper, uh, satire, comedy. Rapper, satire, comedy. They're doing their own show. Yeah. I think they're all different shows. Atlanta has a lot more mixed messaging in it. Like, it's surface level. But then they have episodes where they go deep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like Atlanta lost a lot of its steam because I feel like they went too far off the deep end. Yeah. And they got away from, like, building on the characters, whatever. Um, but Dave is very different because Dave isn't like that. Dave isn't I'm about like to say, don't get me wrong real quick. Uh, It does, y'all, like, follow a story. Kind of. Like, it's still a, it's still a universe. So it's not like somebody you've seen before you will never see again type shit. Right. It's just not, you know what I mean? Cool. Almost like bruh man from the set from the fifth floor. He'll be back. You know who he is. You're going to see Stanley. You're going to you see. You might not see them every. Uh, okay, yeah. cool. Dave is, Dave to me is tough to be because Dave actually has a storyline. So I'm interested to see how I receive that show. I'm not going to try to look for Dave in it. Yeah. But out of all the rappers that have shows, Dave has been the one 
where they nail plot, they nail the cameo stuff, they nail the artistry point in building the career part yeah. of it. So, and I was talking about this. I said I felt like Atlanta became kind of like what the Vince Staples show is with the last seasons. It seemed like Atlanta went from following, uh, what was his name in the show? Who, Vern? Vern. Uh-huh. Yeah. It went from following Donald Glover's character, like he had a girl, he was trying to get a job, but then you had Paperboy and everything's on the up. Then it looked like it just became this like episodic. Nah, yeah, they start doing different shit. Well, now we the we story just up. started not mattering at all for real, and it was just about like the idea of each episode. I would have really liked to see Paperboy go from being just this dude who's sleeping on couches to like to touring the world and, and, and all her that, not being a big artist to them. They had battles. Like, they were trying to do shows and shit would go left. Or they randomly ran to the Migos and shit went crazy in a trailer. I would have liked to see them get into Hollywood. Like, like uh, Paperboy is Paperboy is the biggest artist. And now Vern dealing with, like, corporation-type mm-hmm. issues. And now the Lakeith Stanfield character is... You know what I'm saying? I would have loved to see the show go that way, but it did. But it is. I mean, look, I can't get what I want. And I know going up, going up that way is gonna cost more money. The story is gonna be harder to write because Dave did it. We watched Dave be nobody in the first two seasons, and then Dave start popping. And then we got to see what they did with his character and the characters around him in a different level of what they were already doing. That's the okay. that's the great thing about Dave. There's some people who want to watch the seed of a show grow to be, you know mm. what I'm saying, the flower. Or, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like if you're looking at the Vince Staples show like that, at least maybe some people can. To me, I feel like I was able to digest the Vince Staples show a little bit easier when I just watched each episode for what it was. Yeah. You know? Because it is a comedy. And they're trying to be funny. Sometimes when when you watch a comedy, it's like, all right, I ain't going to find everything funny. Yeah. But 100%. I do think I was a little hard on that scene because I'm like, what's the fucking point? Right. And I'm going to tell you. Sometimes comedy is harder to digest without a storyline. That's where you'll see people not like the Vince Staples show. Because we grew up on cohesive storyline comedies. Nah, yeah. National Security, Blue Streak. I could name a big-ass list of movies where um, Money Talks. I mean, Friday. Oh, we were just watching Money Talks, bro. (laughs) Such a good movie. So good, but it's really just a comedian living his life. That's what threw me off, too. Hell no. Money Talks is about a guy. No, 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 no. I mean, like, oh, a okay. comedian just put into the life of somebody, and they get to be a comedian while living. Nah, yeah, yeah, You yeah. see, Vince Staples not really a comedian. And then also, I feel like the there's no... It relies on the other people to be funny instead of Vince. And Vince is the guy that I've always felt like was funny. Mm-hmm. But if it's just a nigga singing to Vince and Vince finding it weird, it'll take a lot for somebody might might not think that that's funny. I'm interested to watch it. That's going to be my movie suggestion as well, because that's definitely what I'll probably get into tonight. I'll probably start that joint and see how it is. And you'll finish it fast. It's not the episode's not yeah, but they long. say. The episode's only like 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. Speaking of that, AOT, I just started season four on the, uh, on the Patreon. Big shout out to everybody that... Um, has that District 9 tier, and stay tuned because I got so much more that I'm going to do. Me and Terrence got stuff that we're doing together. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to be a big uh, installment for the year. Nah, for sure. I'm definitely excited about what we got on OT Dubs. Like, I feel like we've been cooking for a minute, 
And now it's time that we finally start chefing for real. Not yet. Like, before we just been cooking, but now I feel like we could actually produce. 100%. This is going to wrap up 189. Look out for us on the Patreon this week. 100%. And some YouTube drops. We got some stuff that we're going to put from the Patreon on YouTube. Oh, yeah, but we got that yeet. That's we still got the yeet that, that we got to do. Yeah. So we got, we got a lot, got a lot of do. stuff coming. That's one. Yeah. So we, we, you'll see us. We'll be there. We'll be there. But hope everybody has a great week. We'll see y'all this week, and we back in this thing on Tuesday. Yes, sir. Next time. Well, awkward ass motherfucker. Terrible. Please. <laughs> please. please. <laughs> <laughs>